What do you trample upon? Things that are not that important, that therefore they go underfoot. We're insensitive, as the bottom of the foot can be very insensitive when it steps upon something. So the Bainini asks themselves, in order to truly own their lives, that there are things that are not the most, not so terrible, and in perhaps in a hierarchy of things, they're, they, indeed they're not. But yet, if you truly own your life, that area that we might be insensitive to, that is not tragic, <laughs> it's not a prohibition of the Torah, it's just, we could be better in that area of, you know, areas that we get into a conversation with someone and it veers slightly and you might be in a position that you want to exonerate yourself and by exonerating yourself you kind of throw some darkness on another person no it wasn't me it was him um, and sometimes it might even be necessary to say it was him because then you know the address of where you have to deal with the issue. But not necessarily. Sometimes it's just, you know, we don't want to be perceived in a negative light. And that can be a very, again, very uh, not black and white issue. The bane and knee, and think about it, in our lives. If you've been learning together with me for Tanya for the last few months, six months or a year, for example, look back and things that you had a major issue with before, all of a sudden, not such a major issue anymore. You're able to handle and deal that situation, that person, that uh, um, red hot button, that would be pushed in my life that would bring a negative reaction it doesn't anymore or not in the same manner and now the issues in my life are not so black and white they're shades of gray and because they're shades of gray that that they're um not so obvious it's easily to trample upon them and to, in our minds, exonerate ourselves, thinking that it's okay, this kind of behavior. This kind of behavior. When, when we think about it in greater detail, we will come away and say, hmm, okay, I've uh, worked hard on the other area, which that was clear to me, whether it was, let's say, anger, impatience, laziness, and I've worked upon that because those are obvious negative traits. But then there is a, a small area that is kind of deeper within the, the, the emotional makeup uh, of ours that we don't know what is influencing me to do this or to act or to engage in this. And we think a little more deeply and we realize, hmm, maybe that's not coming from such a healthy, positive place, and we deal with that. 
Now, I don't mean going to a therapist to find out. Uh, you know, we don't necessarily need that. Perhaps sometimes we need it. I'm just talking about the things that we trample upon, that we um, that are not, again, so obviously negative. And uh, because we've done it so often, it becomes in our minds okay. We become insensitive to it. When perhaps we need a greater sensitivity. And this is what the Altareva is um, suggesting, that the Bainini is capable of reaching to a greater sensitivity by recognizing that, hmm, my struggle in those areas, even though the negative negativity there is not so obvious, it's slight, but being that it's kind of a shade of gray, um, I probably won't engage so strongly to deal with that issue. Whereas the Kal Shebekalim, the one who's far removed, where issues are very black and white, anger issues, um, you know, haughtiness, arrogance, those are black and white. And, you know, the Kal Shebekalim who's dealing with that or partially dealing with it has a lot to overcome. And the battle is great. So the Benini can feel humble to that individual that because in my area, what I need to work on, as slight as it might be, am I putting in the real effort there? As opposed to the Kalshibekalin, just not to be angry because someone said something ah, that off my back would just roll off probably most people's back would just roll off but this person has got a fiery furnace of a uh, ego and uh and of uh, negative um behavior patterns that when that button is not even pushed look that <laughs> you know person kind of explodes and has to deal with that and there and and they deal with it somewhat but they have to put a lot of effort am i putting a lot of effort in the things i need to deal with that i may be trampling upon that is the question of the bainini and the bainini comes up saying i come up short compared to that person and therefore can feel humbled before them Questions, comments, thoughts? Before I lose the feed here, let me see. I don't see. Any questions? Instagram. How about Clubhouse? You?
sorry. Rabbi? Yes. So, Go ahead, this, this letter, Rabbi, is it suggesting that every person may be humbled in the presence of another if we look and um, or just have that attitude? Sure. Um, if the Bainini, who has mastery over thought, speech, and action, can use this to be humbled before others, then we, who are not a Bainini, but a Bainini in training, most definitely we uh, can be humbled, no question about it. No question about it. So perhaps this is another way to look at it. Everybody is on a ladder, and perhaps we're even on the all on the same ladder. And the ultimate purpose is to move up from the rung you're on. The rung you're on, that's by divine providence where you are, who you are today. That's who you are today. Um, and that's your level. The fact that you are on a higher rung than somebody else is not of consequence and not of importance in this understanding because perhaps you're on a higher rung but you're not putting in the effort to move up to the next rung because it's not so obvious it's it's a shade of gray so it's not so obvious what your struggle is in order to move up whereas someone who's on a much lower rung it's much more obvious what they need to do oh they need to pray today oh they need to um, um, to put on tefillin today. Oh, they need to give charity today. You know, they, they didn't do that. So it's a very clear thing. They need to be kind today. So it's a very clear direction up. And the fact that the person maybe even struggles and struggles with that, but does it, it's a movement upwards. Whereas the individual who is on a very high rung uh, the movement upwards is going to be much less clear and therefore the movement may not happen so each of us different wrong and what's important is which direction we're going and therefore can i really say that i am moving higher up a rung from where i'm at versus someone who's a, might be a, in, in a level of observance of doing good and staying away from negativity uh, much lower place that uh, they're not moving up that's why you can't judge a person until you come to their place ultimately because um, we don't know from that place did they move up you know a rung and a half where I moved up a quarter of a rung I only moved a quarter of a rung um, so that that yeah, that's uh, in that respect, it applies to all of us. I, I, I like that metaphor because it gives us a, um, a, a an appreciation of each and every single one of us. Uh, you know, the distinction between us and others. So thank you, Vilma. Michael, please share. I had a question on the Talmud. This is the story about uh, Rabbi Yudah Hanasi, the author of the Mishnah. And his uh, son, Rabbi Shimon, wrote a let letter for a divorce. And um, uh, Rabbi Yudah Hanasi found, this, found the error in it. And um, 
because he said this to his son. His son uh, defended himself and said, "No, I wasn't it. It was uh, Rabbi Elo Yehuda the Taylor." Right. Um, it isn't. It isn't. It wasn't. For, it wasn't permitted to uh, defend himself, but um, he, uh, his father uh, said him that this was wrong. What he did, he should only uh, correct it. Uh, why? Uh, where's um, where, where's the line in, in this case? Because it's not forbidden to defend yourself in this case, but it was wrong. It's like this Loshan Hara argument. When is this Loshan Hara? When not? Right. What was wrong at this point? Yes. Yeah, so, so it's a good question. So, um, his father was under the impression that he wrote the the bill of divorce and he made the mistake. So he asked him. So the response to that would be to his question, I didn't write it. Now, he felt he should tell who wrote it because then, you know, not only would it exonerate himself, but it would also then point the finger of if there's something necessary to be dealt with further. But that wasn't the question his father asked. So he went further beyond um you know what he was asked now if his father would have asked him afterwards oh then who wrote it because i need to bring it to them or uh, which not necessarily he has to because it could have been done by someone else um, but if there was a need so that way he would correct him for the future that he shouldn't make that mistake so if the father was asking that so then it would be you know uh, something to respond to but the father wasn't asking that so therefore, it was kind of bordering on on uh, and Hara as a result, and that's why his father said, you know, that don't don't speak slanders. I didn't ask you that question. I asked if you, you know, assuming that you had written it. So um, you know, in that instance, it was a gray line, but a uh, you know a line which he passed, and therefore his father corrected him. Right? If his father would have said to him. Uh, did, did you write this or did Yehuda the tailor write this? Okay, so then father, the rabbi who needs to know for, you know, and is asking and he and he needs to know. So then that would be a different story. Right. I think that's the uh, distinction to be made. Is that make is that clear? Yes, it's clear. Thanks. Thank you. Vicky, basically, we should always examine ourselves instead of others because we always have something to work on. Vicky, well said, exactly. And and and, but the novelty over here is still. And, and remember, what what is the alternative one over here? To teach the Bainani. How to deal with the negativity from within? How do you, can you deal with the negativity from within? When you subdue it when you crush it so that's the goal over here is to crush it that it should not have a, a mastery over me that's what's needed over here so therefore generally you would not even compare yourself to another person but there's a purpose to compare yourself to an, a, another person here is to feel the lowness in regard to another per another person so that will be then a motivator for you to more own your life and to deal with the negativity 
that is bringing a dullness of the heart so you will allow the soul to truly emerge remember that's that's the 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 perspective over here so <clears throat> this is not always the way to deal with things you know to look at yourself and feel lower than another this is a method of humbling subduing um diminishing and if possible to to crush the negativity from within remember that that is the goal over here because we're in chapter 30 right we haven't had such a thing like this before that there would be a comparison to another so there is place for that there is room for that but in in the proper context in the context that we're speaking about over here it's a powerful context i i hope that's clearer now it is very clear thank you rabbi you're very welcome and for everybody else too okay so we didn't hear from norm or from jeff marcy or some others that uh, sometimes uh, share but that's okay <laughs> i'm sure the message is clear let me see if there's something else i missed here ah davida i find it hard to decipher when to be silent when to speak the correct words i'm stuck in shades of gray ah davida yes you know are we judged as trampling on it if we're not sure if our action of our actions were correct or not how do we know the right thing to do at all times that's a great question i guess we need to think of inside what's motivating us to want to say this am i doing this so i could be exonerated am i saying this so i could feel better about myself am i saying this um so i could look good all of those things are coming from a negative place if it's coming because i feel responsible for um this person's actions i feel um that i have something to share that might help this individual um so then that's you know coming from a a better a good place that's coming from a good place but sometimes we fool ourselves and trick ourselves to thinking that we're really kind of you know caring about the other but sometimes we got to be careful that maybe it's not about the other it's about me um and and that is very tricky very tricky Darren, I don't know what you mean by shaking our head, effective to control our mind. I don't, I don't know what that, what that means exactly. Advising us to have compassion, Laurie. Yes. I guess if we're, you know, again, you know, where are we coming from? That would be the question. Okay, but great question, by the way. By the way. Had a great class last night. I missed some of you, a lot of you. I will be um, listening to the replay. 
Okay, great. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yes, you can get that on Tanya Rabbi. You can get that on. Make sure that. Get it on Tanya Rabbi. You can get it on. Um, on also Tanya Rabbi on YouTube. All right. All right, folks. Amazing, as always. And as always, there's a novel teaching every day from the Alter Rebbe, which is remarkable when you think about it. It's amazing. It's beautiful. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you from Chabad Zuch and Kadesh Machal It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget Rambam today at 1. Learning the laws of, of what it means a robber, what it means lost objects. Um, intriguing stuff. Norm just came up, Rabbi. Oh, Norm, all right. Please share with us, Norm. Hi. Um, I, I good morning, everybody. Thank you for having this class. Um, well, I was looking on Chabad.org, mm -hmm. and I could share the link if you'd like. Sure. And they had a, uh, a, really, a link to a really beautiful gun to listen to to which to listen while engaging in this uh, inner struggle uh, as you mentioned to uh, master uh, thought speech action this sort of constant struggle and I, I don't know I just thought it was really nice it's uh, a good reinforcement that's all I wanted to share oh that's great you know um, actually thank you for bringing that up Norm um because that is actually something that i use myself um i think i've mentioned it before but norm brought it up it's very worthy to mention again and that is um you know the, the things again that are obvious in life so uh, you know we can't we have the wherewithal but the things that are not as obvious or even if they are obvious Sometimes just a melody gets you into a headspace, gets you into a place that you find deeper powers inside of you that you can overcome. And especially if, if you're kind of down a bit, so then a lively Hasidic melody brings you up. Um, or if you need to look more deeply within, so sometimes the more... Um, I don't know what the word to use. I don't want to call it. It's not a melancholy melody, even though it may appear that way on some level. But it is a more soul engagement melody, I would call. <laughs> I don't know if I got the right word there, but I think you know what I mean. So more soul engaging that it brings you to a deeper place that now whatever challenge that you're engaged in, it's just an 
in a, in a healthier place to be able to deal with it. And yeah, definitely helps. Norm, thank you. Yeah, so uh, that that is a favorite of mine, specifically on Chavez, sitting at a Fabringen. By the way, whenever you come to Montreal, Chabad Zich and Kedeshim for a Shabbos, we sit in Fabring in the afternoon, and it's uh, it's it's quite something. It's beautiful, and uh, you're all welcome. You're all welcome to come and join. <laughs> beautiful, Rabbi. Should I share the link? Sure, absolutely. With one of the mods, and they can put it at the top of the room. Sure, absolutely. Okay, I'm doing it now. All right. Uh, how's that work exactly? Where, uh, how do you share something that you see it here? I'm a little ignorant. Bacia or V, do you want to uh, mod me and I'll put it there and I'll... I'll oh, I can do that. Okay, here, I'll get it. Well, okay. I'm okay, I made you. It, so, okay. Okay. But, but wh where do you put it? Do you put it in... On, on Clubhouse, I'm going to put it on top. Give me one second, I'm going to do it. And people are asking me back channel as well. Back channel, I, back channel I see. Got back channel I see. Where? The three little dots has an option for edit pin a link, and you just put the URL in there, and the pin a link will pin that link up ah, to the top. Got it. Okay. Oh, look at that. I learned something today. Well, I hope I learned a lot today, but <laughs> beautiful. Put it uh, also into the uh, into the back channel. Okay, coming up. Beautiful. Yeah, it's good. It's, uh, it's a nice sort of reinforcement, too, of what we're learning today, and in general about the name of it. Yeah, how do we get this onto Facebook from here? I'll, I'll share it on my page, but you, you could also share it on your page, right? Can you share it on the comments right now? Uh, yeah, I could try. Okay, if not, I could share it later. I, well, maybe, I don't know how to do that exactly, because I'd have to get it from here. I don't know if I could do it. I'm sure I will. It looks like um, I did it. Yes, you did. Know. Yeah. Right. You did. Thank you, Vilma. Do you have space for another comment, Rabbi? Yeah, sure. There is Imran Baig, I guess. He wants to come on stage and have something to say. Okay, Imran, uh, go ahead. Hey, how's it going, Batya? V, Ronnie, Hi. Norm. Michael, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having a good morning. If you're in the States, or um, a good day, wherever you are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Morning. Morning, Norm. Um, you know, I just wanted to hop on the stage. I'm a big fan of Norm's, and I wanted to support him um, in the room. All right. Beautiful. 
So, so you know, uh, one of the ways you're going to support him is that you got the link over here. So use the link out. <laughs> A great support. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Iman. Thank you, Iman. All right, folks. Beautiful. All right. The conversation will continue tomorrow. As always, it's beautiful. I, 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 I said this many times before, but I moved again to say that I am humbled by uh, everybody's um, day in, day out, or for some people, it's week and week out um, commitment to to learning Tanya, to taking your life seriously and owning it, to try to become. If you're Jewish, a better Jew, or uh, someone who isn't Jewish, a better uh, a servant of God, and, and through you know growing closer through the teachings of Tanya to to Hashem, and um, and to taking hopefully the lessons that we learn and, and to share it with others and to uh, to we we are all here to change the world for good. And that's uh, the Tanya is that teachings on a daily basis that will change not only us but change the world for good. So I, I'm truly humbled and thankful for uh, all of you to to be involved and engaged and um, to learn and to live. God bless you all. I'm Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you from Chabad Zuchin Kedeshim in Montreal, Canada, where it's a pleasure and a privilege to share with you the Tanya. Have a wonderful day. God bless you all.